Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, speaking with experts in key franchise industries from around the world. I'm Kieran McLoon, editor for Global Franchise Magazine. I don't think consumer education is there yet. I think one of the reasons our business model thrives uh, is because we focus on consumer education. What I do think happens uh, in states where recreational or even medicinal uh, marijuana is legalized, some of the stigma goes away. And I think you have more people who are willing to try try the product and, and see what it's about and, and come in our stores and actually learn about the differences between uh, you know, your, your medical dispensaries and what we offer from uh, a hemp-based cannabinoid business. The CBD retail craze shows no signs of stopping, with this new health wave taking markets around the world by storm. Even in countries like the UK, where the sale of recreational or medicinal cannabis is still illegal, that hasn't stopped CBD retailers from selling a wide variety of products infused with oils often found in hemp. One such organisation making its mark in this emerging sector is Your CBD Store, the retail franchising arm of SunMed. Founded in Florida in 2018, Your CBD Store now has more than 500 locations for across 39 states in the US, as well as a burgeoning UK footprint. But what's the difference between the likes of a cannabis dispensary franchisor and the kind of operation run by Your CBD Store? And what kind of franchisee would make a good fit for this bold new venture? To answer these questions and many more, we sat down with Jay Benge, president of Your CBD Store. I thought we'd begin by kind of looking at the the immense growth um, and exponential rate of growth that Your CBD Store has kind of undergone in the last few years. I know it began as one store in 2018, and you now have over 500, including an international presence here in the UK. Um, what would you attribute to that level of, uh, of growth and, uh, and acceleration? First off, uh, timing played a big part of it. Uh, 2018, when we, we opened our first store, the hemp bill was just passed here in the United States, and it kind of opened things up for the uh, hemp, hemp-based businesses. Uh, so that was kind of really the start of it. But I think early on, um, our, our founders, Rachel Quinn and Marcus Quinn, uh, made, a, made a key decision that I think to this day is a differentiator for us. And that decision really was to focus on the consumer. Um, and, and what they did is is obviously opened the retail store and they felt that they could best service the consumer through a, a brick and mortar retail storefront. Mm. And to this day, that has been kind of the key to our success, success. If you look at the industry and you look at the different players, there's really nobody out there that has as many locations as we do and services as many customers as we do in a, a friendly, customer-focused and facing an educational facing uh, environment, which you don't really get um, in e-commerce. Uh, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot when you're you're playing in the e-commerce world as to what you get from a product standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we recently on the podcast actually spoke with um, some cannabis dispensary franchisors, which I know is quite a, a different industry to you, but it's all within sort of the same realm, I suppose. Um, and the theme came up about kind of federal legalization and state specific regulations, and they were the number one sort of hurdle for that kind of organization's growth. Um, and I was wondering, Jay, whether your CBD store encounters any sort of similar issues around legalization and different laws specific to this industry, or whether you operate in you know an almost entirely different kind of industry to um to those sort of dispensary operations 
Yeah, well, well, while we support legalization uh, in the right format, our businesses in the CBD or hemp-based cannabinoid business is distinctly different. Yeah. I think one of the things that the federal legalization did in 2018 is it opened it opened it up uh, from a standpoint, and it does allow us to franchise in, in all 50 states if we choose. Whereas I think some of your traditional uh, cannabis dispensaries are still bound by state regulations and state rules uh, that that don't come with a, a federal federal approval. So it makes it a little more difficult to cross state lines. Uh, while there are some that are that are making a go at it, I don't think that they would be able to accomplish exponential growth like we we've seen over the last four years in our industry and in our business. So I was going to say, just to add, we do face several several legal hurdles and and things that we have to navigate. It's just mm. from a federal level because hemp is legal, uh, we don't we don't have as many restrictions on us as uh, dispensaries. Either from the uh, from the franchisee side of things or from the consumer side of things, do you ever find that there's any confusion around that connection to you know recreational cannabis with your CBD store, particularly in markets, for example, um, like the UK, where cannabis isn't legalized at any level, or has consumer education risen to a level that completely kind of overcomes that, and it's not really a barrier for you guys in terms of development? I don't think consumer education is there yet. Right. I think one of the reasons our business model thrives. Uh, is because we focus on consumer education and we provide an environment that that people can get educated in. What I do think happens uh, in states where recreational or even medicinal uh, marijuana is legalized, uh, some of the stigma goes away. And I think you have more people who are willing to try try the product and and see what it's about and and come in our stores and actually learn about the differences between uh, you know, your, your medical dispensaries and what we offer from a hemp-based cannabinoid business. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it may, you know, it also makes sense that you guys are focusing so much on the education side of things. Cause I mean, you know, personally, this isn't an industry I'm overly, um, I don't engage with a, a lot. So it kind of, I enjoy these conversations because it, it helps to, um, you know, clear up some of those questions because it is an industry that is still uh, emerging you know it's still yeah. um, very much you know not as established as the likes of your, your food and beverage or your fitness or uh, other franchising mainstays um, when it comes to your CBD stores franchise network I know that half of all your locations currently or over half rather are franchise owned but you still have this um, large portfolio of um, several hundred corporate locations and I was wondering Jay um, why your brand has opted to maintain those corporate sites as opposed to perhaps going down a, a franchisee only route? Well, let me, let me provide some clarity. We, we currently don't have actually any corporate locations. So oh, okay. all of our locations are independently owned and operated. But what we did do is in March of 2020, uh, because of how large we had grown uh, from a retail store footprint, we needed to, to take on and develop our brand in a more robust way. And franchising allows us to do that. Uh, so those 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 couple hundred stores that you're referencing, uh, most of them are legacy stores from the very beginning uh, stages of of our company's growth, and they're they're all under what we refer to as an affiliate agreement or, or a licensing agreement. Now, we do have a lot of those stores that are continuing to conform and, and transition to the franchise agreement, uh, but we are uh, we are now a focusing on franchising and we we have 
we can franchise in 48 of the 50 states, and we're working on uh, some European uh, and the UK presence as well there. But, um, you, you know, we're, we're leaning heavily into the franchise model now. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And um, and what kind of profile would you say that you're generally looking for or best describes your franchisees? Do they have previous retail or CBD experience or do, you know, operators come from a variety of backgrounds for you guys? Well, well, I always love this question because what I have found, and, and I, I always usually start with a little bit of the story of mine. I mean, I started to educate myself uh, almost about three years ago on CBD and what really brought me to uh, SunMed, your CBD, uh, your CBD store, uh, was their educational model. I, I had realized that I needed to lean into hemp-based cannabinoids. They helped me with my aches and pains that, that, that I was suffering from sports injuries back in high school and college. You, you know, when I, when I found SunMed and your CBD store, they did educate me. And they educated me to the point, not only did I start using the products and love the products, but obviously I sought out employment with the company because I believe so heavily in the brand. And the reason I tell that story really is because I think if you were to ask any one of our 500 store owners, they would have a similar story. All of them come from different walks of life. Uh, We've got military veterans, we've got nurses, we've got uh, retail executives, uh, kids kids out of high school. Uh, you name it, our owners run the gamut. But I think the one common theme that they all have is they have a shared uh, shared experience with the brand that brought them here and made them invest in the brand in some, some form or fashion. Yeah, well, that's kind of the best endorsement you can ask for, isn't it? Is if they've already experienced it and they want to take that extra step, definitely. Yeah. You kind of touched upon it there, Jay, uh, in that you guys you know, can now franchise throughout the US entirely. You're, you're present currently in 39 of the US states, to my knowledge. Um, but I wanted to dive into sort of the international presence or plans for your CBD store. Do you see that as a, a main part of the brand's growth trajectory, or are you mainly focused currently on filling out those North American states? Well, it, it is in our it is in our long term uh, growth trajectory for sure. Um, we still think that there is an, an absolute huge U.S. market, so you know that's going to be a top priority for us. But we are looking at expanding not only in the EU uh, but the UK uh, and other even even South American countries and even some Caribbean countries. So, what shape and form that will take, I think, is still. Uh, really dependent upon the country that we're looking at. Uh, I think, as you're probably aware, the UK and the EU are still defining in many respects what what the uh, hemp industry is going to look like and the thresholds around the product that you can sell. Uh, you know, I know the UK is leaning heavily into the novel foods licensing, which we're in the mix for. You know, we think there's a bright future uh, in international gr- growth and expansion. But I still think it's it's not quite as far along as the U.S. market, and um, yeah. as it grows and, and better defines itself, there'll be there'll be additional opportunity there for 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 us. Yeah, for sure. And um, and my my final question for you, Jay, is just looking um, you know, looking forward in that sense. Um, what evolutions in CBD and or you know retail operations and franchising do you see impacting um, the your CBD store brand in 2022 and the years to come beyond that? Yeah, well, I think I mentioned it earlier. We are going to have we're going to continue to heavily lead into our franchising model, but um, I, I think there's there's a lot of good headwinds in the industry as a whole. I think legalization, the right legalization, helps us for sure. 
but, you know, we really hope that uh, CBD or hemp-based cannabinoids is recognized by the FDA as a, as a food supplement or, or, a, or something along those lines, because we really think that the, the overall wellness of our consumer is what really is important to us and our brand. We're a wellness brand. We look at catering and creating plans for, for our customers that help them meet their overall wellness needs. And we're learning as we dig deeper into the different cannabinoids that exist how how they help us in in our everyday lives and just make us better human beings and and have have a better life absolutely well um looking forward to hopefully seeing more uh, your cbd store locations here in the uk at some point soon and uh thanks very much for joining us jay thank you it was, it was my pleasure It makes sense that timing was one of the major factors driving your CBD store's growth, as this is an industry that's perhaps the definition of emerging. While you have large operators currently building a franchise network within the cannabis sphere, it feels like the potential for this area is only just being tapped. When international development takes hold, I imagine we'll see real growth and rapid acceleration. Looking particularly at your CBD store, it was great to hear Jay touch on the brand's educational side. This is a sector that isn't nearly as recognized as the likes of fitness or F&B, so the true frontrunners need to build education into their consumer offering. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. Do you see potential in the future of CBD franchising, or is this area simply too new to develop just yet? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.